Hi there, thanks for tuning in to Herbal Wisdom. I'm Chris Vaughn, I'm the owner and program director of Herbal Wisdom Institute and Herbalism School in Prescott Valley, Arizona. And you're listening to my podcast, Herbal Wisdom, where I get to share tips and tricks and interviews with some incredible herbalists and healthcare practitioners. And I'm really excited also because if you've listened to other episodes, you'll know that I have partnered with another wonderful herbalist, healthcare practitioner, holistic healthcare practitioner, in creating the Southwest Herb Fest, which is going to be happening in Prescott, Arizona, on May 19, 2018. So we're really excited. And I have this wonderful holistic healthcare practitioner on our episode today that I'm going to introduce you to. Her name is Bella Donna. And not only is she a holistic practitioner, but she's also a beekeeper. And she does some incredible work with that. So, Bella, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you doing this. Thanks, Chris. And I'm, I'm really so happy that you decided to join me in my craziness of deciding to put on an herbal conference in Prescott. <laughs> so, thank you. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. We've got a great lineup of speakers. and. You are going to be giving a talk at the Southwest Herb Fest called Living an Herbal Infused Life. Is that correct? I believe so, yes. Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, just tell me what to teach, right? <laughs> exactly. I think that's probably what I did. <laughs> so um, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and your background and how you as a holistic healthcare practitioner also came to become a beekeeper. When I look back at my life, I think I was an herbalist as a child. My great grandfather used to tell me about his herbs and his garden and his natural cures. And it was so important and so impressive to me that I just grew up as a child walking through the woods and picking wild strawberries and picking things that I had no idea if they were edible or not, but just feeling if this is a good plant to eat or not. And I would bring things home and make my little tea concoctions and make my herbal blends in honeys and oil and do face scrubs as a teenager. And uh, it just continued on in my 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, and I've just continued to learn more, uh, taking classes, teaching classes, and, and when you said teaching, I stopped in my mind at that word, because when I get together with a group, I don't feel like I'm teaching. I feel like I'm just talking, like, exactly, tell me something to talk about that I know that has to do with herbs and bees, and I get excited, and I can talk and talk and answer and have conversations for quite some time, so that's what my presentations usually end up being or conversations and uh, learning and exchanging information and answering mm -hmm. questions, letting people know how I've incorporated the herbs and the bees and the beekeeping into a business, but also mostly into my life and my lifestyle. And you really do live this wonderful lifestyle that is so natural and yet it's, it's so sustainable as well. And I do love your teaching style. When you came into the Herbal Wisdom Institute to talk with my students, um, you do have just this wonderful, casual presentation when you are imparting your wisdom, 
right? <laughs> and it's really refreshing to be able to learn that way. So for any of you that are thinking that you may attend the Southwest Herb Fest, you're really, really going to love the way Bella teaches and shares her knowledge with you. So what are some ways, Bella, that you do live an herbally infused life? What are some things that you incorporate into your daily routines um, that have to do with herbs? Probably more than I realize or know. Uh, what I did a few years ago is I did a program called Infusing Herbs Into Your Life and I wrote an outline of how I can recommend, suggest, and also share that people incorporate herbs from morning till night. And my outline was herbal teas, how I incorporate herbs into breakfast, how I incorporate it into lunch meals, how I incorporate it into dinners, how I incorporate it into desserts. So there isn't much in my meal planning that goes without herbs in them. Last night I made some cheese with some goat milk that I got and I threw up about a half a handful of some herbs of Provence, which is just a blend of all the different herbs that I go out in my yard and I pick and blend them together. And like in France, the combination is always different and fresh and herbal and I know where they're coming from. So my meals all include herbs just casually because that's how my life has always developed. So I don't even um, realize it or think about it. But if I needed to think about specifics, I could do that also. Right. And then I'm also doing the same with my honey. It's just throughout the day, I just incorporate honey into my life and feel that I have a healthy lifestyle mentally, physically, emotionally. And I believe looking back at my life now, I'm 60, looking back at my life, I just believe that that's all contributed to me getting to where I'm at and being as healthy as I am. And you're so active and you're out with your bees every day, aren't you? Um, out with my bees, out hiking, out, out anywhere I can be outside, yes. Um, right now, I believe I have only about six hives left. I had up to 14 this year, but I've been going through a transition, so some of them are getting relocated. But I do, I walk around every day around my hives, just checking them, basically checking the entrance, what's going on with the entrance. If anything looks unusual or abnormal, then I'll go into the hives and check, but otherwise I just leave them to their own. And being a natural beekeeper has a whole uh, different concept to a lot of different people. So I've learned being a natural beekeeper can be one thing to one person and one thing to another. And there's not too many people that are the natural beekeeper that I am. So tell us about that. What, is, what does that mean to be a natural beekeeper and how did you get into this, this whole lifestyle of raising bees? I started raising bees in 2008 when I was incorporating honey into my work and with my clients and couldn't find good quality honey. I was uh, finding out that there's a lack of honey for different reasons in Arizona where I live. And then when I would meet beekeepers and started beekeeping classes in New Mexico and California and some other places, I was finding out that a lot of beekeepers do things with their bees and raising bees and honey that I am not in agreement with. Uh, one of the big things is using chemicals in the hives and feeding sugar. Some beekeepers feed sugar water to their bees all year long. 
just because it makes it easier for the bees to not have to go out and collect pollen and they build up honey faster and then the honey can be sold quicker and uh, builds the bottom line up for the beekeeper. And my main goal purpose is not to have a larger bottom line. It's to help people out and to provide natural, healthy substances, products, and services. And your, bee, your bees really make amazing honey. Your your honey is so delicious and so powerful when using it for changing somebody's health. And that's because you also, you don't do just plain honey, right? You, you do some really special things to your honey, don't you? Yeah, I start out with, and this is what I couldn't get from other beekeepers as uh, much as I needed to get, is I need to start out with a good, healthy honey base that is pollen laden, it's just full of pollen that the bees are going out naturally foraging. My bees are in my yard, which I'm sure they don't stay in my yard, but they're in my yard and I have herbs and herb gardens and a lot of desert wildflowers and plants and trees that are native and that are highly medicinal that my bees are foraging off of. So I start out with a very good, high quality, medicinal quality of honey. And then from that I do different infusions for different people from cert for certain clients, for certain customers. Uh, for example, I have a super honey that I've been uh, blending since prob oh, this is probably 2008 or nine uh, when I started. This is what I needed a lot of honey for and I couldn't get it, but I started blending honeys with different honeys together to get different pollens together and then different superfoods included in that. So my, I have a honey product that I call Super Honey that contains vitamins, minerals, protein, just about everything that the human body needs to survive. And I have that developed. And then I make some uh, prickly pear honey, lavender honey when, it's, when the lavender's in season, when the prickly pear is in season. Uh, I have a spearmint honey that's infused that won a good food award in California for an international food contest. So that was a couple years ago and uh, that was exciting to get that. But my main purpose isn't raising bees to have uh, prize, prizes and ribbons on my honey, but it just was some amazing honey that I wanted to make sure it wasn't just me that thought it was amazing. <laughs> it's not just you, it is really pretty amazing. <laughs> I opened one yesterday, so I, I blend different honey. So I'll get dark honey because it's good for, and full of antioxidants. I'll get my light honey has a lot of mesquite. I get it pollen tested and it's full of mesquite and acacias, which are really good for uh, cancer and prevention and treatment they've been noted for. And then some different ones. So I was blending different honeys yesterday and one of them I uh, had the, the lid out and when it was all over, I was cleaning it up and I took a bite and I was just like, after all these years of honey, uh, processing and producing and beekeeping, I taste this and I was like, oh my God, this is so good. <laughs> so Isn't it I great when you surprise yourself? Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. You know, I love, I love herbalism because there are so many different ways that we can live a life of herbalism that we can practice herbalism and you do it in such a unique way 
with your honeys and it's great. And do you see um, major differences when your clients begin to use the honey that you could share with us? Yes, probably the biggest thing is most people feel better in general and their immune system becomes stronger. So the big difference between using honeys for health issues versus antibiotics or medical treatments is medical treatments seem to always want to kill something or get rid of something. And what herbals do, what honey does, is it builds up the body. So if we have a good gut system and a good immune system, then it will spring out from there and the body will just become healthier. It will be able to rid itself of parasites, be better able to handle bacteria and virus when it's in the air and uh, when it's prevalent in places that we're at or at certain times of the year, there's certain viruses out that are just going to be out there. They're going to be in the air and the stores around people, around our loved ones. So our best defense, I think, think and say is a good offense. So we need to just keep our bodies built up as good as we can. And with herbs and honey, that's the best way that I have found in my life. And it, it works for me. I see, and I see it work for other people. So I really wholeheartedly believe in it. That's awesome. If people wanted to get a hold of you to maybe get some honey or to look at working with you um, on their own healthcare, how would they get in touch with you? I always encourage people first just to go to my website and look and see exactly what I do because I do different things than most people offer and it's not for everybody to look at at any um, specific time. So if people can go to, to my website, look and see at what, at what I do and then see if they believe that I could be helped to them. I work remotely with people all over the country. I ship my honey all over the country. I ship honey blends. I don't have enough plain honey. And I get calls all the time for plain honey. I don't have enough. I use it in my blends and, and that's about all I have. Uh, but my honey is posted on my website, I believe, with my services. So my website is www.behealthy.biz and it's spelled B-E-E -E, and then healthy, H-E-A-L. T-H-Y dot biz, B-I-Z. Uh, my email is being, B-E-E-I-N-G, B-E-L-L-A at gmail.com. And I respond to my emails usually within 12, 24 hours. I can give my phone number, but there's a really strong chance nobody will answer it. <laughs> No, I think that's great. They can go on your website or they can send you an email if they have questions, if they want to work with you, or if they just want to get some of your super honey or any of your other honey blends. I think that's awesome. And again, um, for those of you listening, I really encourage you uh, to think about attending the Southwest Herb Fest, which is going to be on May 19th. It's a Saturday in the cool pines of Prescott, Arizona. And it's going to be a fabulous full day event uh, just packed with amazing presentations from traditional herbalists, medicine women, naturopathic physicians. We also have a certified aromatherapist who will be teaching about essential oils. So you're going to have a lot of choices as to what you want to participate in that day. Maybe you want to go on a plant walk. Maybe you want to participate in a Native American medicine ceremony. 
Um, there's going to be vendors there that you will be able to purchase items through, and Bella will have a table with some of her honey um, available there at the event. And so we really encourage you to come along with us on that awesome journey of the Southwest Herb Fest. Registration is going to be opening November 1st, so that's just uh, around the corner. So we're really excited. And Bella, thanks again for joining me today on the call. It was really great to get to introduce you to everyone. Yeah, I appreciate you doing that, Chris. Yeah, no problem. And um, thanks again, everybody, for listening. And I hope that you'll um, subscribe to this podcast if you enjoyed this. Um, we, you can hear our podcast on iTunes as well as on podbean.com. And, of course, share it with your friends. And if you want more information about Southwest Herb Fest, you can go to our website, which is swherbfest.com. You can also follow our Facebook page. And then if you wanted more information about Herbal Wisdom Institute, you can find us online as well, herbalwisdominstitute.com. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Be well.